Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I've been looking forward to this all morning, having a chat to the son of an immortal, the great Arthur Beetson, Brad Beetson, joining us on the line. Huge day for the Dolphins on Sunday afternoon, 3 o'clock, Sunday at Suncorp, where Arthur played his last game for Redcliffe back in 1981. Uh, Brad, wonderful to uh, chat. Uh, Arthur and I, well, I'd, I'd, I'd love to be able to say that I was a great mate of his. I, I sparred with your dad over many, many years as reporter and player and loved every minute of it, mate. Yeah, morning, fellas. How are you? Thanks for having us on. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's a really big day for Dad uh, and our family. Oh, I bet, mate. What recognition. You've, you've come off the Allianz uh, Stadium one with Ron Coote and now down at the ba- Bayside, he would just love being down there with his old mate, Tosser. Yeah, mate. It was, like, it was obviously very fond of Reckleff, given that he came here in 64 and won their first premiership in 65, then moved to, you know, the Roosters. It's a natural progression, I suppose, <laughs> of, um, you know, him going to the Roosters and, you know, becoming an immortal and all that's great recognition from both clubs and they've always been really good to us. So. And, and and Brad, the legacy is there for all to see in the Arthur Beetson Foundation. Uh, you helped to close the gap between Indigenous Australians to, to achieve all the best outcomes for them in their lives, whether it be health or education, sport, employment or business. Yeah, the Murray Carnival's getting quite big, which the Foundation runs. I think we had like over 80 sides last year from all over oh. Queensland. Part part of that is um, you know, uh, 90% attendance at school for the kids and also uh, uh, 715 health checks. Because obviously, you know, Indigenous people have helped. My dad died at 66 from heart problems and all our family have heart problems as well. So you know, was, we can make a difference using rugby league as a vehicle and using dad's name to... <coughs> Trying and you know that was something he was passionate about as well, creating pathways for Indigenous kids. And you now we had various people living with us over the years as well, like street football and stuff. So, well, we're feeling a lot more secure than we once did, uh, Brad, because of the work of your foundation and many others around Australia. But you mentioned somewhere that I read that even Artie needed every bit of drive that he had to change '60s attitudes and start opening doors for himself, and that was at Roma. Well, I suppose, I think it was, well, it was 69, Indigenous people got the vote. So yeah. living out in a country town, I think even where they weren't allowed, like there were still boundaries in regards to Indigenous people coming into town and stuff like that. So back in those days, you know, for him to, like, true vehicle, rugby league's always been, a, I think, a great vehicle for racial equality in our country and sport in general, obviously, else like cricket and all, all of such. So. Yeah, good call, mate. Um, you also said you just loved watching him play. What did, you, what did you love oh, most? I did, mate. Yeah. Oh, I just, also, probably my favourite part was actually when he was coaching Reese's when I was a young bloke sitting there and watching him watch tape and watching him cut a, cut a game together and, and even sitting there watching him coach because he could tell you what was going to happen before it was going to happen yeah. <laughs> most of the time. So. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, he's obviously such a, skill, such a skilled player for such a big man. Like, he had it all. He was tough. He was fast. You know, he had great hands and just leadership qualities as well, so. 
And, and, and I suppose for the, the modern day, Brad, I mean, the enduring image of him running out in that very first state of origin with the chalk over the front of the maroon jersey, it's a, oh boy, it still stirs, doesn't it, mate? Oh, it was amazing noise that night, you know, being there. And I know Wally and all those guys, you know, they all sort of, you know, talk about that moment and him in the dressing room before the game telling them they're, you know, they're going to war. This is war for us, you know what I mean? So, and it's been like that ever since, I guess. So it's something, you know, as myself, someone who's a rugby league junkie, I love the game myself. And just, uh, you know, that legacy is created for Queensland being New South Wales. Is, you know, it's pretty special. Oh, he led the war too, didn't he? He, no knees he on him. He had no <laughs> knees and he threw punches like Tim Zoo. <laughs> that was unreal. He wouldn't have been playing much footy these days. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've only got to ask Gilly, who, who, who was around him in the day. He said, don't worry. He said, Arthur can handle himself. He said, I, I always stuck very close to Arthur. Hey, mate, the, the foundation, now the, the big raffle at the game on Sunday afternoon goes to the foundation and you've already got some staggering numbers there, haven't you? Oh mate, it was, it was a fifty-fifty raffle, and it's been—it's um, great. Like dolphins are supporting us through that, and um, you know, and the dolphins are really looked after us. So, and like any money, that I think there's over thirty thousand tickets pre-sold. So, you know, hopefully it'll be beneficial, and like that'll all go towards helping Indigenous people, you know, come to play football. And hopefully, like we've done a quite a few tours over the years and stuff, and a lot of you know future Indigenous NRL stars have been on those tours. So it's uh, it's really a good thing to continue. Yeah, yeah, that's excellent. And I, I spoke with Petro. We spoke with Petro over the week last week, and there's a, a bit of a foundation going there now, isn't there, That to uh, to get out and play a lot more? Yeah, well, Petro's come on board along with Wally and uh, and Mal. As patrons, uh, we've got the Artie's Immortal Tour, so we get the legends out there, and um, we try and... Uh, you know, it's not only raising money for community, but it's also trying to keep those guys you know, together after football because, as you know, there's a that gap that it, when you leave that, that environment, you know, mental health and all that sort of stuff. And but we were lucky enough to be involved in that um, fundraiser for the two slain police officers. Yes, yeah. on the weekend, which I think they they raised three hundred thousand dollars for the Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah good. that's awesome. Hey, and I also read we've got this wonderful Arty Legacy Medal, Brad. It looks beautiful too. It does, mate. Yeah, and it's like it's pretty special, you know. Like, and Freddie, Freddie's gonna. You know, presented I think on on nine live on nine. So and Freddie had a you know, he loved Dad as well, mate. So yeah, I think Dad when he first came coaching at the Roosters and that Freddie Dad had a pair to do it. And obviously when he was playing, he was a developing officer there with the Roosters. So it's pretty special. And I think my brothers, daughters, and sons of that are going to be mascots for the side. And like the, the two sides have you know, not only been fantastic for this event, and you know, they're really supportive of the family. I think there's over thirty of us going to the game. So. Yeah, brilliant. And, uh, you know, the medal. Uh, and Paddy talked about the stouches with Arthur over the years. You know, <laughs> there was there was one yeah. uh, down in Redcliffe, wasn't there, with the Olympic torch was, relay? Uh, he passed well, it. wasn't so much of a stouch, but he, he held a grudge, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we used to spar. Paddy, was... got the, Paddy got the main street <laughs> and Dad uh, didn't. So. <laughs> they, they, so I'm, I'm all of rugby league and all that, and he couldn't he didn't get the main street. So he wasn't too happy. But, came, but. He came around the corner and passed the, passed the Olympic torch to me. Yeah, I tell you, it was, it, it was something that I will remember forever, mate. I just loved him. I, he and I, as I said, we... We spoke a lot on the phone. He he did a lot for me to help my career. He was always happy to do an interview, and uh, oh yeah, uh, to be in his presence, Brad was 
was to be fulfilled. Your day was a lot better when you spent time with Arthur Beetson, I can tell you. He definitely had a presence, buddy. Yeah, he did that, mate. He did. Hey, wonderful, wonderful to chat. I've been looking forward to having a chat to you all morning, and I mean, I, I hope you raise as much as you possibly can out of this, uh, out of the raffle for the fifty-fifty raffle. They'll get there. You're going to have a real big crowd there Sunday afternoon. Uh, we know it's going to be an emotional time for you and the family, uh, and we appreciate your time uh, coming on air with us this morning, mate. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Ian. Good on you, Brad. Yeah, Brad Beetson there, son of the son of an immortal. The, the more you read, I mean, the stories are, are folklore, but, you know, at, at a time like this, you go back and you read a little bit more about Arthur and you just, you know, understand what a, what a wonderful, wonderful man he was mm. and, and how much he did for, for Indigenous and, 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 you know, what a leader he was and that feeler. I was with Wally the other day at a, at a function. We did a little guest speaking thing and, you know, just the hairs on the back of your neck go up when Wally talks about in the dressing room before that first Origin game. And I, like Brad, was in the audience that night. It was the noise at Lang Park, the old Lang Park, the old wooden seats. And, you know, it was the hill and, oh, it was just seething. It, it was what I was a cauldron. No wonder what they call it, the cauldron. Yeah, yeah, that's what, uh, yeah. That's what you've got to set up early. Yeah, I'm fired up. I'm looking forward to this match. And don't worry, they'll, they'll, they'll handle themselves well, the Dolphins.